Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chicago, welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I am Kevin Kada, joined by my co-host Luke Stuckmeyer. Casey Standahar will also be stopping by a little later to talk social, and we're being led, as always, by the man on the mic, Lawrence Benedetto. Hi, Lawrence. Up? How How you doing? Doing? Yeah, I've already screwed up. I accidentally pressed the wrong button when we started. The, oh, the, no. The music went out, so that was fun. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. It's, it's 11 in the morning. It's fine. Well, I want to thank everyone for their support of last week's relaunch of the Chicago Sports Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the new look and the new format. We thought it was a lot of fun. Got some good feedback, so we're deciding to do it again this week. Uh, if you're listening to this on another CHGO feed, make sure you check us out on our own. Go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. And the, for the rest of you, you know the drill. Smash that like button. Give us a good review. Go buy a new QB1 t-shirt. Uh, we appreciate your support here at CHGO. On today's show, I'm we are... I'm just going to quickly jump in here. We've sure. got multiple people in the chat who believe this is a bear show. Oh, well, it's a. we're going to be talking bears. We will bears. talk bears, yeah. We will yeah. talk bears. This is not the bear show, though. That is no. at 6... That's no reason to leave. Tonight, and I, I can't think? prove it, but well, we, I've been told we're the number one podcast in America. <laughs> I do not have the numbers to back that up yet. That is... I don't think we're the number one podcast true? in this building, Luke. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Not when I'm told. All right. Anyway, here's what we are talking about on today's show. We are talking about the hopes and dreams that Justin Fields instilled in us after Saturday night's performance in Cleveland. We are talking about the medical absence of Tony LaRussa from the South Side. We are talking about jumping in that dirty-ass Chicago River. We're talking about having sex at baseball games. And we're talking about the most disappointing season in Chicago sports history. So if you want to stick around with us, we would appreciate it. We're going to have a lot of fun over the next hour. Is that too much to promise, Luke? That's a buffet of uh, ideas right there. I don't know which <laughs> one excites me the most, but it's, it's a rough group. It's a rough group. <laughs> All right, let's get into headlines. We're talking about the week that was in Chicago sports and the week that will be. Uh, the first one is everyone is excited about Justin Fields. We're coming off this Cleveland Browns game. He was really amazing. 14 of 16 for 156 yards, three touchdowns, and a passer rating of 146.9 against the Browns defense, which admittedly was not at full strength. Uh, no Jadavian Clowney. No Miles Garrett, uh, no starting two cornerbacks for, for the team, but he looked pretty good. Luke, did you get a chance to check out the, the performance? I mean, I did, but again, there is 
nothing to this. It was the preseason. They didn't play like their four best defensive players. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have the like one of the best pass rushers in all of football going after him. So you just can't put a whole lot of stock in it. Is it's better than the alternative. It's better than him going throwing three picks against a Browns defense with nobody playing. But I mean, I can't put a ton of value on it and say, well, that's it. See, he he's proven it. We've I, turned the corner. I will, you know, I will put all those uh, disclaimers up there. But I am a person who generally starts to like. I like to lead a parade when the Bears do anything right. And watching Justin Fields out there complete passes at ten different receivers. Um, really work on that footwork, which has been a, a focus for him and Luke Getze all offseason long. I mean, the, the way he was lining up and hitting some of his receivers was really what you want to see from him. You know, for, And all in all, like over the entire – he didn't play a lot in the preseason, but his preseason stats check out like this. 23 of 30 for 243 yards, three touchdowns, and 133.1 passer rating. That dude is lining up for your fantasy team, and he does that on week one. You're going to be feeling pretty damn good about yourself, Luke. I mean, are there guys on the Bears that I'm looking forward to watching playing yeah. that I'm hopeful for? He's he's at the top of the list. Justin Fields is at the top of the list. They just – we all know that the problem is they haven't really well, surrounded him with yeah, I'm, a I ton know, of talent you know, yet. He, he threw passes to 10 receivers. How many are still on the team? Are they all still there? Right. I don't actually remember the answer to this. It's – uh, Get cut? No? What did you say? Did any of the 10 receivers who he threw passes to get cut yesterday? That I don't know. I can't uh, remember. Isaiah Coulter did. See? Yeah. So. Are you blaming Justin Fields for that? I am not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they took the bet. Vegas took the Bears' win total from six and a half at a lot of places to six. Yeah. Even after that preseason game. I tend to believe Vegas more than I do my heart. Like if I really is, want that to get to five and a half because I'd feel pretty good at betting it over at five and a half. Six and a half, I just really don't know how to feel about that. I don't want to put my own money out there. They're trying to sucker people in with the heart right there. The the Bears fan that's still on the on the yeah. fence thinking, you know what, six, six and a half. Don't read the ringer. I at least get a push if it's at six. <laughs> um, I need it to drop to five. We're, we're going to so, know pretty quickly in week one. The first game is at September 11th, noon at Soldier Field. They're playing the San Francisco 49ers who have a front seven, you know, that's among the tops in the league. Uh, they the Bears run a system that, you know, the Niners do, so it's going to be very familiar. We're going to know very quickly. Um, but I think, you know, Luke, going into the season, we want to see growth from Justin Fields, and we did see growth from the start of camp to the end of the preseason. And now it's like, okay, can you see this over the next 17 weeks? And we don't, you know, we don't need this to be a playoff season. Would it be a bonus if it somehow happened? Yes, but we don't need it. We, But we do need those six, seven, eight win seasons, and we need the Bears competitive in each game. And honestly, w with this system and the scheme and, and what they've kind of put out there, I feel like they can, can't stick with, you know, can't stick with it. Now, maybe it gets blown up against San Francisco and Green Bay, but it's a long season, and I think some of the building blocks are there, and it seems like we finally have some adults in the room. Yeah, but Kevin, the problem is the word growth. Like, we don't really, we all say it, but we ha we can't define exactly what that growth is for Justin Fields. Yeah. Like, I would love to see that growth be so obvious that everybody can tell one way or the other, this is it. Like, if, if he has three times as many touchdowns as he does interceptions, or mm -hmm. he just looks spectacular, he has big play after big play every week. I just don't think that's as likely as the other scenario where we have to look for growth in things like 
Is his footwork better? Is he getting rid of the ball faster right. than he did last year? That's a big one, right? Like, even in college, he didn't get rid of the ball very fast. He's, st- he's still kind of abandoning that pocket a little quickly, but I, I think that's kind of like comes with the territory of being a second-year quarterback. And it's finally going to be by design again this yeah. season. Like, we, right. we wanted that last year. Right. So some of it's going to be a little more difficult to see. I just think it's going to be difficult to grade that growth unless it's obvious. Yeah. No, I, and I don't know if we're going to be able to or not. I, I feel like that for me, the way to define it is like, are you elevating these players? This is okay. not This is not a grade A receivers room. This is Darnell Mooney and a bunch of dudes. So is Justin Fields the type of guy who can elevate a receiver room? I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers has done it year after year in Green Bay other than Devontae Adams, right? It's it's just yeah. been dudes, right? Um, so you do that. Do you limit mistakes? Um, do you do win games? Are you able to pull out a game in the third or fourth quarter? Can Justin Fields do what we saw um, in the quarter four against against Pittsburgh last year? Can he do that in more than one game? To me, that's the growth. I think that's pretty definable. So we'll see. So I would say you are not that bullish about – we're going to say are you bearish or bullish about Justin Fields? Yeah. Going to twenty two. I'm more I'm more bearish about it just Ooh. because of what they did in the offseason. Okay. Which was not a whole lot. So not, I still not be- so I much still, on him, but I still believe in him. I think it's gonna be difficult for him to show that this season, which is unfortunate. Okay. But that's just the way it is. I mean, I, I think next year will be a better chance to grade that value. So I'm, I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling I'm a little bit more bullish after uh, after Saturday night, but uh, you know we'll see. Uh, CJ in the chat was uh, telling me, "Hey man, uh, the Bengals were a six and a half over under uh, last season." That's true. Yeah. So and Vegas can be wrong, as Eight Hours said, but you know they but they had a legit Ugh. they had legit receiver core. They uh, had they but, had spent great money in the off season. Like the Bears didn't do any of those things. Yeah, and right. Joe Burrow's pretty awesome. I think we're still I think we're still a year away from the Bears being a true surprise team. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, right now at points bet, Justin Fields is an eighty to one shot to win the NFL MVP. Those are the same odds as Baker Mayfield with the Panthers oh, and Cooper Cup as Los Angeles Rams. I mean I'd so. take Cup out of those I, I would take if I had to choose one of those three guys to, to waste eighty dollars hundred dollars on it would be Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, me there's no way a wide receiver is winning. No, right? I, I agree, but Justin Fields isn't winning MVP either. <laughs> a Baker, maybe I, I would take Fields over Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Panthers are going anywhere. All Although, right. don't read the Ringer this morning because they did their ten uh, bold-ish predictions of the NFL, and uh, one of them was like, "And the surprise winner in the NFC North." So I was like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh!" Scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah, no, it's not the Bears. Uh, they have the Bears as one of the worst two teams, along with the uh, Bears South, the Falcons. Okay. So they think they're going to be drafting first or second. So, ugh. so who's the surprise? The Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah. And good luck with that, Kirk Cousins. I don't hate a surprise Vikings bet, ugh. just because there's value there. But I wouldn't want to sit there all year and root for the Vikings like to that. cash in on that, right? Like, yeah. a man has to have a code. Exactly. So. All right, moving along. Tony LaRusa is out indefinitely on the advice of his doctors. He's back in Arizona getting checked out uh, for his heart. Um. Obviously, want to wish Tony well. Uh, what do you make of this? I mean, first of all, it's scary. I'm like, being the host of the Cubs podcast, we'll take our occasional jabs at the White Sox <laughs> just to, you know, poke the bear a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's been easy to do, but this is, you're talking about someone's health, and it sounds fairly serious if the, first of all, you hear the word cardiologist. That's serious. And then mm. doctors are telling them, no, 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 you're already at the ballpark, but you're not going to stay at the ballpark 
and now you're going to Arizona after more tests. So, yeah. you know, I, again, you're just hoping that he's healthy and that doctors can get whatever's going on under control. It's, I, I, it's, it's bizarre. The thing that kind of stands out to me is, you know, obviously Tony Russo has his share of detractors, a lot of them in Chicago right now, particularly during the season. Um, but I think people do say, like, you know, I think people kind of expect, like, Tony LaRusso doesn't want to win as badly as you do. And I, I, I think he does, if not more. And if you kind of read up on Tony Russo and, and how he kind of goes through every game and how he, he's done it for the last 40 years, I mean, this guy wears it after every single game and every single night. And Sometimes too much. And, right, uh, and you kind of almost wonder if, like, this season – obviously, he's, he's 78 years old, like – Things are going to catch up to you either way, but like, how could you handle the stress of this season on top of everything else? Um, and it kind of just really makes me wonder. I don't think we're going to see him back ever. And I, I I agree with that. That that if I had to if I had to bet, will he manage again yeah. for the White Sox? My guess is no. And and you know, I agree with what you're saying. He he clearly wants to win. He's very competitive, or he wouldn't be where he's at. Like he wants to win. I just don't. I'm not sure I believe that he's putting in the same effort as as much as he wants to win. Like, you, I can want to win the lottery, but if I don't buy a 1,000 tickets, am I having as much chance of winning the lottery as if I'm buying one ticket every 70 years? Right. No, there's a difference there. Like, I want to win it, but you have to put in an effort to go do it. And I think the older he's getting, the, the less effort it's, maybe that's going into it. But again... Right now, number one thing everybody hopes for is that he just yeah. is healthy. It's a tough job. It's a tough job for somebody half his age and to stay on top of everything. And, and you're playing against two leagues now, and it's not kind of what he was doing Game you know, changed, 20 too. or 30 years ago. Yep. So I, I don't and know. He I, should I, have never been higher. Correct. <laughs> right. Correct. So I, I guess we'll see. Um, it's. <laughs> Do you see, like, Roger Bostard now is out with hernia, hernia surgery? So, like, literally like, everybody oh. is associated with the Sox is, has some sort of medical malady. I thought like, the sod looked different the other day. I hope Vinny, Herb, <laughs> and Sean are taking care of themselves. That's all I'll say. Yeah, really. All right, moving on. Big win last night. Uh, playoffs, Chicago Sky toppled the Connecticut Sun down at Wintrust, 85-77 to even that series at one, send it back out east uh, in the best of five series. Kind of like history repeating itself. The uh, Sky dropped game one against the Liberty, came back and, and smashed the hammer on the Liberty in game two and and never looked back. Candace Parker, I mean, everyone right now is watching Serena Williams and for good reason. It's her last dance at the U.S. Open and hopefully she can make a run. But what Candace Parker is doing right now is kind of almost akin to the same thing. I mean, she is just an absolute beast out there. Well, I believe the kids say she's got that dog in her, right? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the, the saying right now? Hell yeah. got that dog in her. Hell yeah. Uh, There's a lot three of, yeah. pointer and just kind of gave that look in the game when she hit the, hit the floor, wanted her teammates to come over. That was a pretty cool moment. Mm -hmm. Really, this game, though, if you just look at the box score for it, I think they had seven or eight more free throws made in that game, and that's, like, the score difference. Like, if you look at... It wasn't that close, though. They no, were it up wasn't, while, but, like, yeah. statistically, a lot of the things were points in the paint were rebounds were right. close. Uh, field goal percentage was close. Three-point percentage was close. The one that really skewed was free throws, but it felt it felt like it wasn't as close as it was. Well, I think all five starters were in double digits yeah. for the sky. I mean, this, when you look at this team, I mean, they're as balanced as... When you watch, and you're a fan of a team, like, this is as balanced as you want. You watch... 
the Sox, they have obvious holes. You watch the Bulls, they have holes. The Bears have a lot of holes. Like, the <laughs> Sky are just a really well-built team. They win the championship last year. They go out and they add Emma Miesemann, and, and you watch what she's able to do out on the court and what she brings. Like, that's probably the best signing uh a post-championship in Chicago sports history. So credit to James Wade, who is the GM and was also just named Coach of the Year in the WNBA Opposite. because uh, – Executive of the Year, not Executive coach of, the of the Year. Becky Hammond gets Coach of the Year. Oh, okay. I'm but, sorry. hey, Kev, how about us yesterday? Look at us. Look at I us. know. Look at this. Oh, yeah, I uh, saw that. not uh, watching the stream, uh, that was uh, Kevin and I on the roof of this building, which is not a great idea, but uh, we were both wearing fine. our CHGO Sky shirts in front Twinning. of the Sears – you can get we that at 20. the CHGO locker. We're moving a lot of those shirts. We had the big sale last last week, and a lot of Sky shirts went out the door because people are getting ready yeah. for the the title run, we're hoping at least. Including so, me. Yeah. I buy your it. CHGO Sky shirt um, at CHGO locker. Do you want to show the QB1 one that we just dropped to? Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah, that I was going to get to that. When, we're selling uh, a lot of those. Sick yeah, too. I just don't have that available at so. the moment. So give me a minute. Well, here, I could go. I could the Sky one here. just uh, feels summer, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it Oh, Did you feel like summer when you see that shirt? It's a very nice yes, shirt. The yeah. shirt's amazing. It's got a bright blue. It's got some bright yellow in it. It was a great day to Love be up yellow. on a roof with Lawrence. Yeah, it was uh, wonderful, you know. I was hoping uh, you wouldn't throw me off. Now, he Luke, didn't. Luke, here's the deal. Did you know that uh, Kevin Kaduk is a diva? A diva? Oh, my gosh. Diva Duck. Holy my, moly. Diva Duck. You should have seen. his new name. He, I just you should have seen how many photos he Look, made Greg take oh, of us. Oh, here it is. I, yeah. I knew. I knew. 15. And you could bring in Casey right now. Early. Well, I have to bring. Casey I knew that if I sent her a shot that was not up to her standards, that she would send us back up on that roof. I don't know if I'm on, but there you I, are. If no, I I am on, it is true, and I like how you guys centered the Sears Tower. I'll call it the Sears Tower. It's the Sears. Yeah, Sears. Oh, right it is. in the it middle is. of you both with the Sears Tower on the shirt no too. It, it really worked. I was. Aesthetically, I was pleased. Oh, with thank the goodness! Thank Good goodness, it was up to standard, and the first fourteen were just clearly not right. <laughs> I mean, I will admit that when I saw the picture, I thought, "Oh, well, that's nicely lined up with the Sears Tower. It, yeah. it is a good shot." Yeah. I didn't realize it took four and a half hours. So <laughs> yeah, I felt like Lawrence. I, I do like apologize and for that. Minutes. Four and a half hours they were up by the, there. By the way, Luke, who, who would sunset though? Who would you guess was the photographer for that photo? Uh, I'm going to go with Jake. Jake took that picture. Jake was not here yesterday. It was none other than Greg Boyson. Oh, Boyson. Well, he gets all the credit. Yeah. You guys can pose all day, but the photographer's got to get oh, yeah. the he, angle right. He definitely lighting. did a little bit of a lean to get that. Well, you have a ref- between at us. what point did Kevin request the reflector that we had to go out and get? Well, that you was know, the light reflector, like photos the big, in. Yeah, yeah. That was in the, I know that's why it took an extra hour and a half, because we we're waiting for the digits. reflector to come in yeah. from West Loop. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. be putting a star next to Greg's uh, <laughs> photography skills <laughs> on his quarterly review. So, look forward to that. All right, finally, college football is underway. Uh, Northwestern and Illinois both got victories last week. Um, due to different circumstances, uh, Northwestern is really, really happy that Scott Frost is, is coaching Nebraska football right now. Uh, the state of Nebraska is, yeah, feels the opposite. Not happy. This week's big game is Notre Dame at Ohio State. Notre Dame is fifth. Ohio State is ranked second, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, Luke. Like I, apart from Wisconsin football, I'm a Badger alum, so I, I'm in on on those games. The college football does not do it for me as as much for me anymore. Notre Dame goes into the horseshoe, seventeen point underdogs. Yeah, I know, I know. Th- and at one point, it a was three like team difference and a half in the or eighteen. Yeah. Come on, like 
if I'm going to invest four hours in something, like I want at least a guarantee that like something like unexpected might happen. Like we know the Buckeyes are going to win. Well, I mean, I boy, if Notre, da- if Notre Dame wants to finally put their stamp on like, hey, we're not just another team that's in the conversation but yeah. never going to win it type thing anymore. This is it. Go out and start your season by beating Ohio State. They have – I was reading about the game. It's just like they have so much less talent. Mm-hmm. If you look at, like, high school rankings and where guys were last year on their team, they have way less talent than Ohio State. Go out and win one. Yeah. Go out and win a big game. Win your first real big regular season game to vault you and then – really put you in the driver's seat for right. doing something special this season or at least being in the conversation. If you lose right out of the gate, that first game, it's just like such well, an yeah. uphill climb yeah. to try and get back into the conversation. I, it's just, I mean, I get the numbers huge, but, like, that's the horseshoe. That's Ohio State. They're the brand that's, like... Their quarterback. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, C.J. Stroud, you know, number one pick The next only good year, thing about Ohio State they, is Justin Fields. I'll say it. Yeah, Ohio State, ugh, but, I mean, Notre Dame, I don't know. I mean, I, I love Marcus Freeman. I mean, I hate Notre Dame, but I love Marcus Freeman. Yeah. And, like, well, I just don't. I, cu- I couldn't take the points. I, my friends and I were texting about this yesterday. I'm like, I'm just going to stay away from that. There's just, it's, it's a weird number. I like the hook, the 17.5, but I don't know. Seems like that could get out of hand in a hurry. Brian Kelly really made a name of just beating up on the teams that he was, they were supposed to beat. Yeah. And losing the teams that they weren't, you know, like they never really made out and went out and, you know, scored a huge upset. Um, I'm really interested to see what Marcus Freeman does. Like that, this is exciting to me. Like I grew up a Notre Dame fan, kind of, you know, drifted away probably the last, you know, 15, 20 years. Uh, Brian Kelly had a lot to do with it. I don't like Brian Kelly. Uh, Marcus Freeman, though, I think is an exciting guy. I want to see what he can do with that brand, see what he can do with the campus. Um, so we'll, we'll see what he can do on Saturday, but... I don't have a lot of hopes for the Irish off the bat. Uh, coming up, we have Scroll Stoppers with Casey Standahar. We'll be talking about some of the most viral Chicago social moments over the past week. Uh, but first, PointsBet is Sportsbook is counting down the days until the football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. I think they're talking about the professional football season. Yeah. Uh, from now until September 8th, PointsBet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 Central Standard Time. Sign up for PointsBet now using code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a $51 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, including Adam Hoag's uh, Bears Things newsletter. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Now, you can get, like, this one from the Bears. You can get our new QB one. You can get the Sky, the Bulls, anything. Um, so, anyway, download the PointsBet app right now and use the code CHGO to take advantage of this limited-time offer. And if you do, we really appreciate it because it helps us grow here at CHGO. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And once again, I'm showing that beautiful T-shirt that Woo! is uh, sick drip right there. You know there. what you should do? Uh, did you see the clip uh, from uh, Greg Braggs on the Saturday night one after he drank the Malort? He just did this thing where it probably should have been our clip of the week. He did the Malort, and then Braggs just did this thing where he went, Ooh. that's exactly how he sounded. Okay. Like a tea kettle? Sounded like a tea kettle it, getting ready to go? It sounded exactly like a tea kettle, and it, it, it probably should be, like, on our soundboard whenever we put something exciting <laughs> on screen. Okay. All right. 
Uh, you want to know exciting? Yes. AG1. Okay, yeah. here we go. AG1, exciting? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I started taking AG1 because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for six months, and oh, do I love it. Now, it doesn't taste super healthy. Instead, it's kind of mild, tropical taste. Look forward to taking it in the morning. Here's what it is. A scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to get your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I get a noticeable boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning after my jarish coffee cake, and there I go, giddy up, I'm out the door. Lifestyle friendly too, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than $3 a day, three bucks. That's nothing, folks. It's recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. Don't have to take a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs, if you're watching the Cubs podcast, CHGO White Sox, if you're on the White Sox podcast, you get the idea. Again, Athletic Greens is taking ownership, and it's helping you out. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional Insurance, um, AG1. Yeah, Luke, I was going to say thank you for bringing the Jarish Bakery coffee cakes. And the AG1. I'm on the CC1, obviously. I've had one piece of coffee cake. That's yeah, right. Lawrence so. got a little extra buzz today. A little I did. I sh- didn't even have sugar. my coffee yet, though, and uh, I was hoping one of you would bring it for me again. That's, He's going to crash in like an hour. Work. No, yeah. Well, I'll eat, I'll, eat, I'll eat something else. Luke did bring in coffee cake for you, right? Yes, he did, and it's amazing. More than you did for me. Thank you very much. Okay, what's next? Boy, you're after Kevin today. First, he's a diva, and he didn't well, bring in know, anything. I, it's just fun. It's fun. You know, we share an office. I got to, you know, it's fun. I bought, I bought Adam a coffee yesterday and not Lawrence, and yeah. uh, it's, it's being brought out to me. Wait, so. you know what's funny, though? I, I should. I have two hands. No, it's, I'm totally You weren't here yet? I'm totally fine. The funny thing is, though, is that because you and I both wore that same shirt, I went into the same coffee place that you had just <laughs> Like right of. after me. They didn't say a thing, though. I no. assumed, like, the girl would notice, and that's how just, you know, they don't care at the all. The baristas in there are a little too cool. Uh, yeah, a um, lot of too cool. Make a great cold brew, though. Definite. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they just dump it. In. Yeah, sure. Uh, it was delicious, and I would like another one. Do you want to do the Do you want to do the Casey introduction? Do you want to do it with oh, your gosh. demented <laughs> Dick Beyond, <laughs> uh, your Dick Beyond <laughs> Well, I think we should just, uh, you know, we'll just go to the old Scroll Stoppers intro video. Scroll Stoppers work. with Casey Standahar. There it is. I feel like I'm about to get like a massage. Beep. Hey, that works. You know, whatever. Here we are. Like a, yes, Here we I feel go. like I'm going into an elevator yeah. at a, an indie hotel. It's elevator music. Hi, Casey. Hi, guys. How are you yeah. doing Hello. today? Good. Good. This is good. I'm I'm loving that this is week two of our new and improved podcast. I'm really happy that we have uh, some great viewers in here too. We have yeah. 157 people. Big number. In Swanky the chat, 32. Yeah, including Don Burr, our resident Lions fan who loves hanging to, uh, out with us. Troll. The Why Bears is the QB one shirt under a CHGO baseball? It shouldn't be. 
Uh-oh. We will, we will look into that, Chad. Category fail. Oh, man. We just want it up front. Just get it. Technology. It's a good shirt. You could put the, if we had a QB1 um, shirt in Denver, you could put under baseball because Russell Wilson was a baseball player. Oh, there yeah. you go. Big money for him today, by the way. Huge. Let's ride. All right, guys. This is Scroll Stoppers. The things mm. on social media that make you stop scrolling and watch. This is a good moment here. Let's, let's do a good moment. You want the good news or the bad news? We're going to go good news first. Cubs pitcher Marcus Stroman returns to Toronto, where he spent six seasons with the Blue Jays. He sees a fan behind home plate in a Stroman Blue Jays jersey, and he's holding up a sign. The fan immediately starts crying when Marcus comes over to him. Just immediate tears, just burst into tears. Stroman ends up signing a ball for him. The kid's so overwhelmed, hugging his mom, giving everybody high fives. Really cool moment. He was just overcome with emotions, and that was a classy move by Stroman, too, to be back there and do that for uh, one of his old fans, young, young old fans. It was cool. A kid, I guess, is from the U.K., and he's going to get him tickets when the Cubs go out and play the Cardinals next year in London. He's already said, I'm going to take care of you guys, get you tickets, going to meet up with them again, try mm-hmm. and stay in touch. Yeah. I mean, this is what professional athletes should be doing. Like, I want to give him tons of credit. Instead, I just back it down to, like, 80% because – Everybody should be doing it, but they're right. not. So Marcus Stroman is, and I feel good about that. Anytime I see a player that's willing to be out there signing autographs, meeting players, that, that's what it's really all about. Like, the fans, their relationship with the fans, it's about winning, but acknowledge the fact that you're in a really special place in life. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of downsides of social media for athletes because it's a direct pipeline into your mentions. If you blow a save, if you, you, know, you strike out. People are there to, you know, and, and say really bad things about you, your family, uh, you know, anything. Uh, but this is the opposite side. And, and the way this kind of really came about was I think the mom tweeted at him. And he said, hey, when you get here, tweet at me and I will come out of the dugout to come meet you. I mean, that's super <laughs> yeah. cool. The fact that he yeah. responded. But you're right, yeah. Luke. It should be the norm. We, like, we're really asking for base level stuff from these athletes. So I like that he did it, that. It, it was very nice. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would describe it. It was very personal. And uh, yes. it was a nice uh, display of affection on the baseball field. Did you ever cry when meeting an athlete as a child? No, I did not. I don't think I did either. I don't think to I have perfectly either. honest, no. <laughs> I think I'm usually just too scared when I was a kid to be like, well, I didn't really meet any athletes when I was a little kid. We were up in the 400, 300 levels, so, like, I wasn't getting down to meet. I wasn't close uh, enough to the field. Poor Luke. He was in the 300. Oh, I, I met Ron Kittle at, at, like, a McDade's. Oh, yeah? Uh, you remember McDade's? Was that a was yeah, that yeah. department store? Yeah. John Candelaria of the Pirates came to one of my yes. Little League games. Great, once. great stash. Was he wearing that cool uh, the hat that was, like, squared off on the top? I, I yeah. don't remember. I just we remember we could hat. see him sitting in the bleachers. Candyman. Uh, Bob yeah. Loblaw in the chat says, athletes being human Stop beings. Stop talking nonsense, Lawrence. We like that. Sorry. <laughs> you just like saying his last name, Loblaw. Bob Loblaw. It's a <laughs> quality, a quality, it's a good name. Arrested Development name. Yeah. 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 Okay, what's next? Anything, All right, anything good so going this, on? Is there anything good happening in the world? Well, this moment will make you cry, mm, maybe for another reason. Yee. Not quite a good moment. It's oh probably boy. the most get-a-room video I've ever seen. This is just PDA <laughs> taken to an entire new level. <laughs> you guys may have seen this. Two oh people yeah. just doing the dirty. <laughs> at a oh, my gosh. It's so loud. Two nights ago, they were way up high at the Rogers Center. The seats around them looked pretty empty. This video has... Millions of views. You can see they're blurred out for obvious reasons. I want to know who did the initial blurring. Yeah. yeah. Who took this video is Log what I want to know. 
Well, it's They're Dimitri Karakostas is it says on top there. Dimitri Karakostas. So then security found out and they had to awkwardly <laughs> go apprehend them. Yeah. Um, I mean, That's really, like, this is just one of those things, like, go home. Like, what? why, you know? Don't they know there's a pandemic going on? Right. Still. Uh, I mean, you well, know, said you did it, I guess, literally. Justin, Justin Steele can't get in the ballpark, but these well, people can Look at this can guy. He hates his life having to go up there. He hates that he has to go do this right now. <laughs> he is the, the security guard yeah. for our listeners. He's walking up there, and you can just see. He's in plastic. Everything. Here's yeah, the thing. Everything. This is what I'm worried about, Casey. This is what I'm worried about. We're now into September, and there's going to be even less people at Wrigley Field and at guaranteed rate. Chicagoans, please keep the dirty at home. We don't need it in the ballpark. Yeah. We don't need somebody going up to like behind underneath the Cubs old scoreboard trying to do it up there. We don't need somebody in the oh, fundamental zone over at guaranteed rate. We don't need anybody doing it up there. Well, where would you if you were in Chicago and you needed to get your rocks off in one of the stadiums? Where are we going? No, don't. Like, is this like no, a do dare? Not. Did someone dare them to do this? I, I, I don't. You know, Luke, you mentioned the scoreboard at Wrigley. I think that's a, that's a good one. You're covered up there. I think that's a nice place. <sighs> the, yeah. yeah, but at least that's private <laughs> It's, an uncomfortable, yeah, it's an uncomfortable place like the back of a Volkswagen. Can you imagine Wrigley Field? You look up and all you see are two butt Mall cheeks coming out of the old scoreboard where like the score is supposed to a be. A big round number, Luke. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. We will move Score on zero, zero. to another kind of disturbing video when you think about it. These two girls enjoying their summer in Chicago a little bit too much decided to jump off oh. one of the bridges. It Go. looks like the LaSalle Bridge. Guys, this is super dangerous. One looks like they're holding their phone. If you watch it again, the one girl closest to the camera. Well, I think it's yeah. a phone. Go. They're waterproof now. They're Most of them are fairly waterproof. Don't try this at home. Not they, sewage they, proof, but... I just don't want to know what else is in that river besides Dave Matthews poop. Okay, so here's the thing. I, wow. I have two girls at home, and obviously they're going to be going into the social media age, and I'm scared to death about about that. But I thought at least they won't be doing trying to make viral videos of jumping off shit. And apparently now I have to be worried about this. Yeah. It's really bad. And your girls will not do that, Kevin. That's careless. Do we know? Oh. You're, out, you're out in Chicago. You have a couple drinks. You do dumb things. Let's do a I, wellness check on these two ladies. By the way, they're not the first. I remember David Dobrik had his friends doing it like a, a year or so ago, maybe two years ago. Lady friends? Uh, no, it was guys that did okay. it, j jumped in yeah. when they were in town. And they made a viral video out of it as well. I did the kayak thing, okay? Like 2009. I've done it, yeah. I did the kayak thing in 2009. Yeah. I was soaking wet by the time I got out of that river because the paddle's going. You're going like this. It's dripping. It's coming down on you all the time. Yep. You know what happened to me? Six days later, I had mono for the only time in my life, and I was out of work. <laughs> I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. A little bit of pink eye. Yeah. People were so worried about me that David Kaplan's wife baked me a full chocolate cake. I was dropping so much weight at the time. Wow. And, like, he literally came to my door, gave me a chocolate cake because people Aww. thought I wasn't going to make it. They're like, Stucky's <laughs> not going to make it. And I barely did make it. Yeah, I Let just me tell you, I'm never going back in that river ever again. When I did the kayaking, I, and I also agree, you get the, the oars splashing. I just felt like it was a little bit of a sizzle. I don't know, like a little bit of a burn. I don't know. So th this is the second rowing-related disaster story I've heard from you. And one day on this podcast, I'm going to have you tell your whitewater rafting story. But, like, oh. you just need to stay out of all sort of That's sea right. craft. I like water, though. And I will say, to combine the story from the ballpark with the story jumping in the river, uh -oh. while I was doing my kayak tour, we stopped right at the split there where it goes, like, north-south. And you know what we found? 
condoms floating and used condoms floating in the water. It was like, well, this is a scenic architectural tour. Don't go in the Chicago (laughs) River. Is that a Frank Lloyd Wright condom? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just telling you. Goldberg? It's it's disgusting, and there are many parts that smell like straight sewage. Yeah. My my girls will know what is actually in that that Chicago River, so hopefully if they're ever wanting to make a viral video they will remember what Ooh. their dad told is you know who knows if tiktok reference. will even be a thing when they're older sure oh my Hopefully. god please let's hope not, not. good god it. and and the top coming from the social media i hope not a social media expert here Yeesh. all right guys this one is fun last night timmy trumpet finally came out to play the oh actual my gosh. Are we closer this? song for Edwin Diaz. I, I've been I've literally been singing this for the yes. last hour so in, my in my head. head. So in my head. So let's see if we let's can get this it. to play here. Let's get ready. To now come my in. favorite part about this is right looking here, for a ten, in like two seconds here. Watch the watch the screen. <laughs> Timmy Oh, They go like movie like wide angle there. Yeah, he's great work by SNY there. Quiet about it. The build up really. A lot of build up. Yeah, but it's so good. Oh, yeah, all the cameras coming out. I'm watching on YouTube. Every jackass in the stand has their <laughs> iPhone out. Yeah. Oh, boy. There it is. There we go. So the director actually nails this. He yeah. gets the first shot, yeah. he gets the second shot. He gets this shot with the trumpet guy. And then all of a sudden, he just shows the boring-ass fans in the stand. Yes, let's go. Lawrence, I've been preaching this to the Cubs, guys. This is what I want when I enter the set every show. I want this or I want Top Gun. I want this or Top Gun. It's so fun. Can't deny it. No, it's worth it, man. It's worth it, you know? Timmy Trumpet. I mean, the Mets are terrible. The Mets are good this year. That's why they're excited about this. But they've been doing this since last year. So... So is there any truth to the rumor that one or both of the Toronto couple came out to this music? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, they said, like you said, it would be much cooler if everyone wasn't so glued to their phones and people were actually, like, cheering along with it and being loud. That's what I did say on Twitter. Like, just put the phones down, let's cheer. Like, let's, you know, you, you think of uh, Major League, you think of Wild Thing Vaughn coming out, how everyone was yeah. going nuts. Come on, Mets fans. Stop. You don't put this on. Like, we have SNY filming this. Make a better yeah. clip for us by going crazy. I know. Crazy. There's, there's definitely better videos than this one. That's for sure. I'm just saying, like, it, it is pretty hyped. It's pretty good. It's not as good as Mariano Rivera, but it's got more, uh, it's got a little more flair than Mariano Rivera. Like, I love Metallica. That was great, and he was the all-time greatest. But this is, this is nice. The Cubs or Sox need a little something like this. Like, Go Cubs Go is fun after the game. But in-game experience... Do you think yeah. that would work at Wrigley Field? Oh, it yeah, work. it would. If they would have played that, like, for Carlos Marmel, boom, people would have been... What about oh, Big man. Z every time he came out to the mound? Yes. Where do they come out? What, they come out of a door now? and Yeah, now they run out from, like, left center field. So... Used to say, what, what was the sign that used to be on that door? Was that Torco? No, that was not Torco. I feel like it would work a little bit better at the cell. Yeah, you know, they do those... They got the lights now at the, the cell that turn help. off. You need flashing lights. Like, yeah. that's just, like, you're causing people problems. I, you know? Yeah, I don't uh, like the flashing lights. No, I like it. Weird. It's terrible. It you remember in 2005 psyched. when Shingo no. Takatsu was briefly yes. the closer and he came out to a gong? Yes. 
I don't know is at that point we didn't ask if it was offensive or not. Like it may or may not. It may, I mean, may have been by his request. Could I don't have been know. his idea. Uh, the guy uh, Bautista, the closer in Baltimore, has, has been walking out to the uh, whistle uh, farmer the Nell by, yeah, that's by awesome. Omar from the Wire. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't work as well as you want it to. When I heard that that he was doing that, I was like, oh my god, this is you know this is way better than Timmy Trumpet. But then you watch it and you're like, eh. Work. Matthew hey, said, summer of 21, when Kimbrel came out to Sweet Child of Mine, was absolutely electric during his amazing stretch. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, uh, remember that stretch? Casey, what would you come out to? Oh, Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's it something. would also be my walk-up song, too, for batting. I've got okay. a bunch of ideas. Okay. I've, okay. I've been pitching this for a long time that I want a studio walk-in song. I want either the Star Wars song. It could be the Imperial March if you want. I don't care. Yes. Um, I want um, Eminem. What's that? One opportunity, one shot. What's the name of that song? Yeah, Mom's that's the spaghetti. one. Lose yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lose, uh, yourself. lose yourself. I want uh, lose yourself. I thought of what about uh, maybe I can't get this music. I've done the Top Gun one. What about the sexy saxophone guy? Yes, oh, you know who I'm sax. talking about. I love that YouTube. Look that up on the internet. Jimmy Trumpet, See, now, sexy sax. If, well, if the Cubs were smart or the Sox, they would do a a spoof of them when they play the Mets the next time and you bring out the sexy saxophone guy That's and he starts idea. playing for ba- somebody coming Baker in from the Street outfield. Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. I have to tell my story now. Okay. I was in Vegas for my bachelor party and we were at a day spa, if you will. Uh, it was very nice. We a day spa? Ooh. Is that the what they sa- call them now? It was the Sapphire Day Spa. I don't know if you've heard of the Sapphire for other reasons, but uh, it was the I've day heard spa. of the Spearmint Rhino Day Spa. Sure, that would have nice worked spot. as well. Anyways, you're missing the point. So we're sitting there, chilling on some nice cold drinks, caparinas, whatever you have. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, Baker Street, what you just mentioned, my favorite Jerry Rafferty song, starts <laughs> Isn't that playing. the only Jerry Rafferty song? Goof no, Fighters? No, Baker no, Street, Goof Fighters? Hold on. Slow down, y'all. Sorry. So they start playing Baker Street. We're like, oh, my God, this is great. They're playing Baker Street. I love Baker Street. All of a sudden... The dude walks out of the DJ booth. He's playing the sax. It was like the best. <laughs> it was cool. the best. Oh, my God. What a that time. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Sexy saxophone guy would be, that would be a spoof for, the, for one of our teams. To, I'm just throwing it out there, guys. I got ideas. I'm an, I am an idea guy. I don't always execute. Uh, Matt really. weighing in again. As long as no one's song is Juliana Zobrist iteration of Benny and the Jets, yeah, we're all good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. Luke, Luke, we might be able to get copyright for that. Two for good him. takes there. All right, guys, we have our CHGO clip of the week next. This was really cool. On Tuesday, our CHGO Blackhawks crew got to paint center ice, the logo, at the United Center. Jay, Mario, Greg, and myself painted sort of the neck and chin area, the logo. (laughs) We were the first ones out there. It was really a surreal experience. I know they all really enjoyed it. We love this Here Come the Hawks song. Kind of watch them do it. We had to make our mark, put our CHGO letters on the ice. Okay, so this is cool, but I will say, after this, I'm going to be sending an invoice to the Blackhawks for using our employees to do their work for them. Right, and not very close to the lines, guys. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, the guys were really nervous because they thought it was just going to be like, I don't know, a small area somewhere else, and we're doing here, we're doing like the... Center ice logo. They wouldn't let us do the blue line, obviously. Yeah. Might be crooked. It's uh and it, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let us do like the the headdress, you know, the feathers, very intricate spots there. But it was a really cool experience. I know the guys thought it was surreal. They were a little bit nervous at first, but the logo was sketched out for us and they told us that 
no matter what, if we mess up and make some weird paint strokes, the professionals will come in and fix it up and yeah. do another layer. So don't worry. Is that come just October. like Benjamin Moore paint? Like something they got at Home I Depot? I think so. It didn't look anything different okay. than normal paint. It was like in a big box. Yeah. I was nervous to do it too. So if they send an email to the Blackhawks and say, hey, can you just like, if you want to know what it's like to like sell beer on a game night, just say no, Casey, all right? <laughs> I, this is all part. Yeah, seriously. Hey, uh, you want to come uh, <laughs> check out uh, how we do concessions? <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is all. You want to park some cars? I didn't want to be the guy. I didn't want to be the guy to say it. This is all part of the rebuild. They, yeah. they yeah. were like, who can we get to paint the ice? You know what? Let's start calling some media outlets. We'll do that. <laughs> and then and the next thing you know, Casey's out doing the third shift of the game. She's going to be out there skating with the third yeah. line. I mean, she probably could pairing. be a third liner in this team. It's possible. It was fun, and I know that the guys as big Blackhawks fans really appreciated it. Um, it was just a cool experience, something different that, you know, oh, kind of leaving cool. our mark on the United Center. You walk and in there, and it Literally. I mean, hockey season's always great, right? It's not going to be a great Blackhawks season, but right. it's kind of fun to see the ice getting up there, knowing the United Center's going to be open again for not only the Blackhawks, but the Bulls. So I'm, I'm pretty ready. I mean, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. That's Cubs, cool The experience. Cubs and Sox have ch- checked out. What if Timmy Trumpet comes to a Blackhawks game? Have we, have we, have we done away with Chelsea Dagger? Oh, uh, we should. That could replace Chelsea Dagger. I like the Here Come the Hawks song Next better. generation. <laughs> do they still play the Here Come the Hawks on the organ? They do. They, they, I mean, they play yeah. way too much can music now, but yeah. you still, uh, you still hear the organ a lot of cranking that out. A lot of Pearl Jam. <laughs> Rocky well, guys, like a hurricane. that is Scroll Stoppers, so thanks for enjoying that with me talking through all those fun videos if you have any cool videos or if you like the video we posted from chgo blackhawks any any of our content follow us at chgo sports on twitter on instagram we're on tiktok we're on facebook you can find us there and uh follow along Uh, one quick question casey who's most likely in this building at chgo to jump off of a, a bridge into the river. Oh, that's a good question. Who would, who would be the person if we had to be like, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? We're going to get a viral video, and one of our jackasses Sean. is going to yes. jump in the Chicago. Yeah. Sean, Sean Anderson. Anderson. Sean Anderson's yeah. the guy. Sean yeah. underscore W underscore. The man yeah. shaved his head in the very chair I'm sitting yeah. in. Yeah. He yeah. did not hair's care. still there. Yeah. Yeah. A close yeah. second yeah. might be maybe Sarah would do it, maybe Matt Peck. I don't know. Uh, Peck? Peck doesn't want to ruin those Moses sandals he wears. I would, I would say Casey <laughs> would be the least likeliest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Never. <laughs> Never go in there. Well, apparently Luke, too. I, I am number one. There, yeah, I think there's a lot of us tied for me a million dollars to jump in that river. Yeah. Almost killed me. A million dollars? You'd do it for a million dollars. I would not do it for a million dollars. I would Jump do in the Chicago River? No chance. How deep is it? Yeah, that's my question. Are you going to run into the uh, Lusitania? Yeah, what, what's the uh, ship that uh, the, sank down there? What is the ship? Not the Lusitania. The I saw somebody ship? on Twitter for no, that the, video say. Not the say, Lusitania, What no. the hell is the ship? That, that horrible, I, horrible thing. Yeah, something somebody land. On, somebody on Twitter for that video yeah. said, first they did shots, then they did tetanus shots. Correct. Let me tell you, tetanus <laughs> shot ain't going to cover it. Not I want to know it. in the comments, people watching, listening, well, would how, you do it for a million dollars? Would you do it for $10? All right, a million dollars, I've changed my mind. I'm willing to have mono for a million. But yeah. for $1,000, no way. A grand, no chance. That should be a poll question we do on Twitter. How Five much money grand, would you no. jump in the Chicago River for? Twenty grand, no. <laughs> hundred grand, no. I think I would do it for hundred grand. Wait, oh. hold on, hold on. What did you say? Twenty bucks. Sarah says Sarah's she would do it in. for twenty bucks. Sarah's in. Wait a minute, Yikes. Sarah, you would do it again for twenty bucks, or just do it? 
Oh, I thought she oh, said that, uh, she would do it again. That wasn't her in the video. We didn't really see the second jumper there as much. Yeah, yeah that's could true. have been her. Yeah, could have been, could have been Sarah. <laughs> All right, thanks for stopping by, Casey. We'll see you next Thursday. Thanks, guys. Uh, in the meantime, I have to tell you about Owen, which stands for Only What You Need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, and easily digestible. I first heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who follows a plant-based diet. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com. And you use the code CHGO20, you get 20% off your first purchase. Go get yourself some uh, strawberry banana, cookies and cream. It's uh, really the best plant-based St- uh, protein shake that I've, I've tasted. So check it out. Join me and Justin Fields and try Owen. Only what you need. Delicious. All right. Is it time for Stuck and Duck? <laughs> it's time for Stuck and Duck. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's play the video because I, I popular demand, I changed it. I was the only one that thought it should be Duck and Stuck based on where you're sitting. But we're going Stuck and Duck. It sounds better. Today's Stuck and Duck. Yeah. Well, what, didn't you give a new nickname already, though? What was it? Not Duck. It was Diva what? Duck. Diva Duck. Diva Duck. Diva yeah. Duck. Thick Elvis. Thick Rockabilly Elvis. Rockabilly Youth Pastor. Stupid yes. Stuck and Diva Duck. All right. Welcome, guys. So it's Stuck and Duck, even though on the screen it's Duck right. and Stuck. Whatever. That's fine. Right. That's fine. So it looks like we are in the middle of what is the one of the most disappointing White Sox seasons of all time, if not the most disappointing Sox season. They came in. We thought the AL Central was probably a birthright. It's not turning out that way. Uh, they're chasing the Indians, or the Indians, the Guardians, and and the Twins. That'll be a buck. That's a dollar. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Luke, like what in terms of most disappointing Chicago sports seasons is this Sox season on the top five? If not, what does that top mm. five look like? Well, I knew this was coming, so I put together kind of a list. I I didn't go top five or top ten, but I I, I started going through disappointments in my life. I mean. 84 Cubs were a huge disappointment at the end. Like, th- that was heartbreak, just like, you know, 2003 heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about, like, the whole season and everything, like, boy, th- this White Sox team is bad, yeah. real bad. Like, they're not, they're not only not going to win the World Series, they're not even 500 at this point. So that, mm-hmm. that's putting them in the, in the conversation. It, it's such a unique recipe because the expectations were so high – the Sox have been down for so long, and it seemed like everything was building up with this rebuild yeah. uh, to peaking here in 2022, 2023, 2024. And they still, like, might be able to kind of retool, but it's going to take a lot. And with how much they've bottomed out right now, it's like there's so many things that they need to fix. So I think the disappointment on the south side, just from a season-long – I mean, for four months, the Sox crew here at CHGO has just been basically, like, poking with the stick, saying, hey, yeah. do something, and they haven't. Yeah. Now, traditionally, with Chicago sports disappointments, it's like the 1986 Bears, yes. you know, faltering because Jim McMahon couldn't stay healthy. And they, but they were good during the regular season. They were amazing. They, just, they, they lost in the playoffs. Their defense was just as good as yeah. 1985, if not better. Um, you mentioned the 1984 Cubs. Now, I don't know if that Cubs team would have beat that Tigers team because that Tigers team was also historically great. But 85 Cubs then, right? fourth place in the division. They just plummeted after that. So that... That 84 was White Sox kind of did the same thing. 2004 Cubs. Yeah. Now that you was went, you went from 
almost in the World Series to Bartman to Kent Merker calling up and trying to get Steve Stone fired. Like it, right? It went off the tracks real fast. But they so still, they still. Had, I mean, they lost seven of their last nine games in two thousand four. Now, yeah. I don't like. I, I, going back, I, th- I thought they were in the, the race for the division. That team was still 16 games behind the Cardinals, which I don't, you know, I've conveniently blocked from my, my memory. But you still kind of thought if they got into the playoffs, they had the, the pitching staff. They certainly would have had to make, make some noise, but they just imploded in, in the last few weeks. Um, you, you brought up a couple of Bulls teams. Yeah, well, obviously the first time Michael retired – was a huge disappointment. That was like the letdown of all letdowns. You watch it, and then they lose to the Knicks game seven in the playoffs. So that season was like, you know, a dagger to the heart. The second time around, yeah. at least you knew it was coming. But, I mean, it was the end of the end. There was no Scotty. There was no Michael. There was no Phil. And you got Tim Floyd, and what did they win, like, 13 games, I think? Oh, Tim Floyd. <laughs> so you, you went from double, you know, six championships to winning 13 games with Tim Floyd. So even though you knew it was coming, that's like getting kicked in the crotch a hundred times. Even if you know it's coming, it's still going to hurt. And right. that, that hurt real bad, and it still does. So yeah. now 06 White Sox were a disappointment. They finished in third place. 17 Cubs, not really a disappointment because they went back to the NLCS for yeah. me. Like that, that was still... Uh, 2006 White Sox were interesting because I mean, they had a pretty good first half. Yeah. And then I, the Twins just caught fire. Like uh, Francisco Loriano was just kind of came out of nowhere and was amazing that second half. Uh, they had Johan Santana. Um, and then, then Cleveland was also very good. So I got one. What about yeah. year two for the Bears under Matt Nagy? Like they go 12 and four the first year. You get the double doink, which starts just the unraveling of the franchise right. and then they come back they're eight and eight they still have a shot at making the playoffs even though you know they're no good yeah yeah and the Packers beat them on on a gimme play and you're like <sighs> and, that, and really it's never been the same since the double doink is like right clearly the mark of the franchise where you're like wow did it go downhill fast the, the weird dividing line in 2019 was them going to London Matt Nagy getting in there on Thursday for some reason them not yeah. being prepared at all and then losing yeah um the Raiders revenge game against Khalil Mack so 2019 was was definitely a letdown because we yeah because even like even after the double doink the that that was the disappointment of the previous season but still Mm -hmm. they were 12 and 4 and they made the playoffs and you thought you know what this gadget guy's got something. The visor guy's got a game plan uh, for this. They're going to turn it, it looks around. Looks like a Denny's menu, but yeah, he's got a game plan. Right? Yeah. He, had, he had the visor. He's rocking it. Uh, do you? 2018, right? 2018 was a lot of fun until the end. Right? Club dub, the boom, and all that stuff. And I thought, well, this is going to, the double doink's not going to be a problem. That's just a, that was just a step. Every team has a stepping stone. And then what you got was the next season. And yeah. Yeah. And, and this, it went quickly. This comment from the chat that double doink took the life out of everything. It did. Uh, some, Jack Brown mentioned the 18 Cubs as an option. What about the 2018 Cubs? Yeah. Take, yeah. take your pick from any of the post-title Cubs, right? I mean, yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Blackhawks, right, since 2016 now, right? Well, they couldn't repeat, but at least they were still good like the next following years. But yeah. after, the, after their last championship, anything since then has been, I mean, boy, you could count last year. You want to talk about disappointments, but you wait till this season, folks. 2014 Blackhawks losing in, in seven of the Kings. 
Yeah. That was a rough you one. You know what? It was disappointing, but it was still exciting. And I couldn't get mad at that Kings team because they played just like the Hawks. It was almost right. like watching a yeah. mirror of yourself. And so, you know, I, I respected that the Kings did yeah. that. that was Losing fine. to the Blues. The oh, most yeah. we, we actually, like, yeah. for, for our older viewers, we haven't talked about probably the most disappointing team of all time, the 1969 Cubs. Mm. I mean, for the longest time, yeah. the, the generation just above us, Luke. I mean, that yeah, was really cat. the bellwether. Uh, they were up nine games on August 16th and finished eight games behind the New York Mets. Yeah, the black the, cat runs out to the on-deck circle, and uh, that was their double doink. In it terms was of collapses, over. I mean, good Yeah, Lord. oh, it was so. I'm glad I wasn't alive for that one. The Barely. Sox didn't really have never built anything to collapse this year, so I don't know what's worse. I don't know. The expectations were just. Yeah, Dale Stales, like he says, a 2022 White Sox season. 2022 White Sox. That's the worst for the White Sox. That, to me, that's worse than yeah. 06, finishing in third place after you won the World Series. Because a lot of people know after you win the World Series, it's tough to do it the next season. You've played way longer into the season. You've played more games. It just doesn't happen that often. But this team had everything. Mm-hmm. And from the offseason when they didn't add anybody. So, like, offseason all the way up to right now, the whole thing's been one big poop show. Just take the poop emoji off the internet and put it right there because that's what it's been. It's been Dale brings up the '92 Blackhawks, which is a good one because mm-hmm. they made a run. They, you know, they finally kind of make themselves the the class of the Campbell Conference, and then they run into Mario Lemieux and a young Yarmer Yager, and that was that a sweep yeah, in four games. Sweep so. that was not fun. It's 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 it almost seems like apples and oranges though with this 22, 22 White Sox team because like they were never good, <laughs> like no, nothing ever got going. But All I mean, the, they should have been. It's just. They're set up to do it. They still, they just, still. I mean, the, the Sox coming in this year still had a lot of holes. Like you didn't feel like they had really. I mean, they needed put a right themselves up into the, the class of the Astros or the Yankees. But they were still easily a top five choice to win the World Series everywhere. Yeah. Everybody had them at least in the top five teams that could win the World Series. I think Series. my buddy Jeff Passan picked them to win the World Series this year, didn't he? Guys, yeah, they might uh, be third place. The, the looking like Dodgers. third place in their division, Ugh. potentially arguably the worst division in baseball. I mean, come on. Well, there's still time, Luke. It's still an entire month of September. You know what they need. Uh, Greg, Two games in October. You know what you they never need. Know. Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet. Trumpet. It's September. The calendar turn. Let's That's bring right. Timmy Every Trumpet game, to Chicago. Hire him. Steal him from the Mets. This seems like a good place to I'm going to be singing. I'm going to be like humming that song for the rest of the freaking day, Lawrence. It's an amazing song. How about this uh, from, uh, I think, this Black Dank one? I'm not sure what that is. Uh, what about when D. Rose got injured that? Oh, yeah. that's a great call. Yeah. Because that the was energy just, just sucked out of the building. Yes. It's amazing. Like, there's just a, this mountain. And there's so many disappointments that you can actually just forget wow. D. Rose getting hurt like that, right? Wow. That's, I didn't think of D. Rose. That's, yeah. Because yeah, that team. That probably, that almost trumps the Jordan stuff. I, I, I don't know. Jordan retiring, at least they were really good without him that first season, but you still knew it wasn't. That was still a gut punch. Yeah. Yes, right. it was. D. Rose was. D. Rose was a bad one. To better days behind Justin Fields ahead, Luke. That's yes. all I'm saying. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us here on the Chicago Sports Podcast this week. We will be back next Thursday at 11 a.m., so make sure you come on back. Make sure you're hitting that like button giving us a good review, telling your friends we're building something fun here, having a good time. See you next Thursday. And we're just going to just play this for a couple minutes here before we go because, you know, we already got the copyright claim, so might as well just keep going with it. Oh, yeah. Ba-ba-ba-da-da-ba-ba. da da